0: Roger, Roger. Roger,
1: Roger. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Roger Roger. As always, I'm Derek.
2: This is Charles here, guys. Super excited to get into the finale of the Book of Boba. We made it to the end, guys.
1: Yeah, it took us a while to get there, but we made it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're a little late to the party, but that's just given us time to come up with Opinions, thoughts, ideas. That's
1: a good point, Charles. Mm. Yeah, so if you guys probably noticed we went on a bit of a hiatus, little scheduling mm-hmm. conflict stuff. Uh, the schedule is going to continue to change for a little bit. We're going to have a little organizational restructure going on on Roger Roger. So stay tuned for some uh, exciting stuff coming ahead. But for now, we're focusing on Boba.
2: Yes, Boba has. Come to an end. Last we left off with episode six, a lot of the crazy stuff was happening. Um, overall, uh, I was ex- going to ask overall impression. Ex- excited for this to come to an end. Uh, I, I remember going to this being curious, like, OK, let's see what's going to happen. And I know at the time people were going back and forth about the like actual battle at the end of this, but I thought it was fun. You know, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it.
1: Okay. Um, I guess uh, I think it was good. It was. I think it was a fine finale. It wasn't the best finale ever, but I enjoyed mm. it. Um, I, I guess if we're going to start off uh, talking about fan reaction, we were talking about this in our Discord a little bit, um, where I guess people were What were they doing? They were telling one of the directors or whoever produced this episode specifically to get out. And I think that's insane. This episode was solid. It was fine. And people need to chill out. Yeah, I think this was the
2: same director that directed some of the other more off-the-wall, off-the-beaten-track episodes, right? I believe
1: one and three. And one, the opener, was good. mm -hmm. Three was bad. It was the only bad episode. Three was Um,
2: the one with the other chase Right, right, yeah.
1: And you actually did see a little bit of that, but I in this because I think that's just how this the hipster speeders like are filmed. There's something weird about them. Yeah, Um,
2: but I got the sense it felt like these were being made by very different visionary people. You know, felt like we were seeing two different visions of the show. And honestly, I felt like we were watching like maybe three or four different shows when we were watching this too. And we can get more into that later when we do like a final digest because i think the show kind of you know i think boba suffered from being just absolutely eclipsed by (laughs) all these other things happening in his own show but um yeah the the director hate i think is totally unfounded it was entertaining and it was fun and it was really ambitious um yeah Probably more so than the train scene. He's got all these crazy things happening. and
1: More ambitious, but I don't think as well done. The train oh, was Oh, yeah, fantastic.
2: no, the, the train yeah. was, um, I, I think, like, really well executed. But this was yeah. probably just more. It was lots of battles, mm. fights, monsters, robots. And good for designs, a long time, you know. like 40 minutes, yeah. Yeah, it was so. really long. Mm. No, I,
1: I think this was a win, and it was a good way to end the... Uh, the show, would you like to see a Boba 2?
2: Mm. There's a lot of other stuff I'd rather see. It Boba 2's low on the priority list, but would I watch it? Absolutely.
1: Interesting. Um yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I wouldn't say it's super low on the list for me, but it's definitely not as high as some of the other stuff that's already coming out or that I can envision. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's um it, I'm ready it to move it in the on. ratings.
2: I'm it sure it did. I mean, it, it's yeah. It brought More back the expected, live action Star Wars. Yeah. That's good to hear. That's good to hear because everyone. Because unlike something like The Bad Batch or Visions, which are both great shows, this is a live action Star Wars show they perform coming. Better up. than
1: expected as well, though.
2: They all are going to perform yeah. great. I mean, it's Star Wars, but for me, the live yeah, action true. is just that next level. It's what Star Wars, you know, is at the core, and you could tell it's where they put. A lot of their (laughs) Tatooine, anyway. I'm ready to be done with Tatooine too. When I saw the trailer Mm, for uh, Obi Wan, (laughs) I was like, "That looks like it
1: might take a little off, a little place off world." Because we saw some of this. See, this is the bonus of being able to do this so late. We know Mm -hmm. we got some facts about the streaming numbers. We know um, Mm -hmm. Disney is already looking at potential. You know, they're thinking about a Boba Two. We know. all about the. We got the Obi Wan trailer just dropped. So, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're not getting. That looked like it had some Inquisitor stuff off world. Um, I mean, so. It felt
2: like this. When they were making this show, it felt like there was not going to be a two. They had some teasers for some characters. I, it but, performed
1: too well, though. That's the thing. I don't think it was going to have a two. But, but you can make I
2: think, anything you know and, and interweave these characters. They've shown that by putting Mando in this yeah. and it's like you can have a boba too in like a spiritual right. successor. but who knows? I'm sure there is going to be one, you know but well
1: I like the actor, our New Zealand. Um, yeah yeah. So I would I'm all in. I like Fennec quite a bit. I'm I like their duo going on. I'm fine with a Boba 2 keep it 7 episodes instead of 8 or 10. And you know, ha, it's got to be a little different though. I don't know how cuz
2: it's got to be way it needs to actually have a vision and it needs to to be able to stand a little bit more on its own. I, I As much as I like these cameo episodes and that's been a trend that we've seen. We saw it in Um, The Bad Batch, where they had a couple episodes where they went off and did like a Rebels spinoff thing. We've seen that they do this. And I don't know, for Book of Boba, I was like, okay, these first three episodes, very clear, structured, like boba stranded learning from the um the tuscans and then all of a sudden it's like oh forget forget anything about the yeah. tuscans like forget all of that here's all this other stuff going on it's all really exciting and then we come back this is like a whole nother show and it's just like a crazy cross shooting everybody's there shooting on the streets of tattooing you're like this is fun but what happened to the show like yeah. Boba's trying to like. Boba has no real enemy at the end except for the bad guy that just wants to blow everybody up. He doesn't have like a person. Um,
1: That's fine though. It's, it's fine. Like I thought the an show antagonist. was good.
2: I just think it's it needs you know,
1: a vision. Right. If Boba Two is going to come out, it needs a vision like the first three four episodes did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that could be. It could be just a straight crime drama. That would be kind of interesting if they totally did it differently. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know, I feel like it's just going to be Mandalorian Like, not as good So, let's see what they do I I mean, unless they had a real But they got rid of the Tusken stuff That's not really going to come back So I don't know what they could do But it needs a different feel It needs a concrete story and a specific vision Otherwise it's just going to be, you know, Mando But not as good So hopefully they do something with that I would like to see it, and like I said, the numbers were too good for them to not do something, so we'll see.
2: That's good, yeah, and it'll be interesting. I, I think you could play it off, because, you know, this the actor that plays Boba is an older guy. I, I think you can play this, this angle of a, a guy looking back on his legacy and trying to figure out what he's going to make of his life. You know, there's some interesting stuff in there. It doesn't need to be all the craziness i did love some of it but you know but that's way in the future there's so much stuff we have to get to here in the present i mean we've got the villains we've got cad bane who i greatly enjoy one of my favorite additions to this show you've got the mayor you've got the pike syndicate yeah han's a big personality that would that one needs the right person. That could come off a little cringy. It would be
1: hysteric. That could be... He could move into Tatooine and start up a, a pirate enterprise somewhere, and that could be the whole the whole season. <laughs> yeah, he's that hysterical. could be...
2: A, yeah, that would be good. So, I would be totally on board for that, by the way. He's a, he's a great character, and if done right, I think he would be like, you know, the Jack Sparrow of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe we get him in Obi-Wan. That would be awesome. They got a tight rapport, um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Hondo and... Uh, Obi Wan, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I
2: mean this, this Star Wars TV universe has proven that they'll show anybody at any time. You know, they're they're ready for yeah. it, which they've and been they kind of the makeup. They've been for playing that the cards species. close to the vest over the, since yeah. Disney took over. It's like they very judiciously played their R two D two card, their C three P o card, the Chewbacca card. But now it's well, like TV. Yeah, everybody's everywhere, so um, it's certainly possible. I would very much like to see it. Big Hondo fan. Hondo fans (laughs) out there in the chat. (laughs) This isn't a (laughs) lot. Where's my Hondo fans at? Um, Yeah, good stuff. So, I mean, do we? Let's
1: just jump into the episode. I guess. Jump
2: into the like. Is there anything really going on before the big fight scene? You have the return of.
1: Yeah, we got. Yeah. um We have another R two D two drop, flying the Luke's X wing. Grogu shows up. I
2: knew that was gonna happen. No, I thought.
1: No, I see. I was wrong. I thought they were gonna do the the decision and the whole like reunion in early in Mando season three, where then the rest of the story would be like him redeeming himself in quotes with the Mandalorians and the Minds of Mandalore and figuring out the what uh, the Darksaber. But I'm completely wrong. They already got the reunion done this episode. We already know Grogu's choice. He's got the Mithril armor on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but that was cool. So he showed up much sooner than I thought.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I got to go back to the last episode, but I'm pretty sure I even said R2 could take him. The Tatooine. Mm, that's Dr- a
1: bold. Claim.
2: I'm almost positive I suggested that. It wasn't right. like the, me calling it, but I think you're even like, how would he even get there? And I was like, R two will take him. That's that's your Derek voice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good.
2: So that's the. That's the uh, predictions there, and I'm all for it. It's like forget all that Jedi nonsense, man. He is not built for it. Let's do it the way, um, the the way. This is the way. You know, yeah. Let's do it. And we
1: already talked about our gripes with, um, you know, the Jedi philosophy, Luke's downfall, and all of that. Oh you know, yeah. But, but everyone performed in character, and I think you know it makes perfect sense, especially with the established plot. So you know, going forward, so none of it was a super surprise. Uh, I mean right. speaking as an episode as a whole, this episode was kind of by the books. Nothing was too surprising. All the right. plot points and surprises were kind of predictable, but that again, that kind of just made it fun. You're like, okay, there's a, gonna be a shootout. Now this is gonna happen. Where's the rank? Okay, there's the ranker, you know so but I, I didn't mind it in one bit.
2: Me neither. And I thought the inclusion of Grogu was a nice touch and the fact that he appears at the beginning of the episode, like the end of the last episode on the Cliffhanger, and they just gave them to us right within the first ten minutes of the episode. So I'm like, Yeah, yes, but here we are. I
1: guess we could skip around instead of going totally chronologically, but um so the whole scene where Grogu meets Mando again was ridiculous. And you could tell that this is one of those spots where you could tell the director was the same as episode three because <laughs> they come busting in on the rickshaw and she's like, oh, my God, there's a fight going on while there's these two, like, um, anti-artillery anti joints, <laughs> like, busting around higher than the building line, shooting incredibly loudly. And she's like, wow, we didn't notice. So that was a little silly. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's okay, but, like, it could have been done a little better.
2: Yes, it could have. And... I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's a nitpicky thing, but
1: it, well, it's a style thing. It's like I, the whole we idea t- that they it's, end it's a in
2: like these—they're just running through the streets and like this very linear path. You get, the whole thing, right, is and kind they of can't get on. hit, right? Right. But droids,
1: those droids should have massacred those guys. So that's again, yeah. okay. it's it, we, we, I understand the gripe with this director, or maybe it's not whoever. I forgot who he is specifically but it kind of loses he doesn't pay attention to like real situational problems and it kind of gets a little goofy a little you
2: know right yeah so,
1: it, those are my only issues with the episode. I mean it They're it
2: like is definitely snowing. a style I f- I definitely could tell that it was the the way this person treats action is much more simplistic Uh, Not that that's that's a bad thing, but I could just tell that the approach was a lot more direct and linear, not even just literally, but in the way it is presented it's like we we have a cut we have an a action scene and a b action scene maybe but they're like you shoot the robot with the giant glowy eye like it's zelda like hit the boss in the glowy eye and (laughs) he'll die and then you you got two giant kaijus fighting each other
1: see but that all works for me the problem my problem is he totally unlike it's jarring when they throw realism out the window, and I know it's Star Wars, so shut up, everybody. But right. um, like, I mean, like, nobody got killed. I don't think, and those those giant droids were just nobody up got the
2: place. killed. Is that true? I don't
1: think so. Yeah, um, including Cad Bane. Um, <laughs> But I
2: hope so. They they dead. really made There's it no look like he's dead, dead. and no, that was my dead. least he favorite part sound. of the episode. No, no, no,
1: no. Well, we'll we'll get to that later. But and then those droids, I mean, I did a little research on these droids. They're um, I think concept art from episode 2 and lore-wise they've been around um in I think they the home where whoever made the droids they stayed on that planet anytime they went into battle, they decimated for the Confederates. Um, they were really good, but they were ridiculously expensive, so you didn't really see much of them. So the right. Pikes must have picked them up after the whole thing f- fell apart. And I think Palpatine actually got his hand on a bunch of them because they were very, you know, they're really good. But they would have obliterated all of these little sand-like stone huts that are on t- you know, Tatooine is made of. Like, everybody's posting up behind a wall that's like, a foot thick, and these guys are blasting <laughs> artillery rounds that decimate like full platoons of clones. Like, not nah, no. Nah. So, when the realism is thrown that far out the window, and it's not in other episodes, that kind of that annoys me a little bit. It's it's a little too silly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, it and it's like Great design, why. Though. They could just walk through walls and, and like, fly and stuff. Why, how yeah. is this battle contained? Well, they
1: can't fly. They're very slow, so I understand that. Still. But they could just run away, I guess, and they did, but they... It, it's a little silly. Especially when they blew up the car they were all hiding behind, and again, nobody got hurt. Like... I would have to. I would agree that I would like this director to tighten it up, or go find something else to do. But he <laughs> doesn't deserve the hate that he got. It wasn't no, bad.
2: No, and there's some parts of this episode that I genuinely like. Like, I, it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that I like. I genuinely enjoy this show. Like the you know the beginning negotiations between Boba Fett and Cad Bane. I. I, oh that
1: yeah that was pretty cool and he was like I have back guys too you know
2: If that's not the something calling the something slimy and he's like talking nonsense that,
1: but well that was that was like a wizard Yeah the, the,
2: <laughs> they they walk that line sometimes they step over it but they usually correct themselves pretty quickly um,
1: Yeah well the thing is with Star Wars like I guess what colloquial sayings some of them work and some of them don't Wizard doesn't work. Whatever Cad Bane's, or whoever said something slimy, that doesn't it's work. Cad but you know, Yeah. But some things do. Like, scruffy-headed nerf herder, that works for some reason. Going like, <laughs> oh, I gotta kill some womp rats. You know, that works. Yeah. T- like, some things work, some things don't. I think I feel when like all some to, things
2: yeah. are clearly, like, weird references, or... Like delve a little too deep into the nerd stuff, it becomes a little awkward.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, but I guess so. Because I, I think they said in this episode, "Bantha fodder," which is which was like a achievement from the first reference of it that I heard was a achievement in the PS2 Battlefront Two, and I think it means it's you know it's basically you know tank fodder where you just get killed a bunch of times. I've heard that expression. Well, because we've, how, mu- how yeah. many hours of that game played? Yeah. A <laughs> a um, it's a ridiculous amount. It's a classic. Somebody, I think somebody in this or the last, I think it was this episode, mentioned that. You know, what are we, Bath the Fodder? And I'm like, hey, I know, that That one's actually good. So some of them work, some of them don't, and I don't know the science behind why, but uh, they got it. They gotta, just got to focus group that a little bit. Oh, wait, bit, I think for like some a people,
2: for the record, I didn't the Gamorian guards die in this? Yes,
1: yes. Yes. I was so you heartbroken. Said, you said no one died,
2: them. so they died. Okay,
1: no, right. But I, I meant in the fight, because they also lit up a bunch of people in the alleyway, too. You know. Right, right, I meant right. The in the actual scene. scene
2: you're talking right. about. But I was like, didn't yeah. people die in this? And I thought that the Gamorian guards got pushed off the cliff, right? Yeah, that was rough. That was didn't rough. Didn't like to see it. Yeah, But no, I it.
1: meant in the fight scene with the giant murderous robots that have destroyed <laughs> platoons of clones. And these were just a bunch of... Hicks. <laughs> so. But uh, like I said, great design. And um, what were, we, where were we, we were talking about Cadbane and...
2: Yeah, we uh, were talking Oba's about... was
1: back and forth. We were talking about good. the
2: dialogue, all that. It's fine. Well, it, you know, it's fine. Yeah. A well, good just...
1: transition to Gamorrean Guards, because then we get those scenes where... Um, stuff's going down going poorly in each sector surprise
2: surprise like the all the other crime bosses did not stay neutral and they chose to be crime bosses
1: right and he's like oh that was it was the smart choice well then why did you do that come on you know
2: yeah i mean boba fett never had any negotiating grounds he's got like 12 people in his army like what the heck he's got no firepower It's kind of silly if it wasn't for the people of Freetown, and even then they didn't offer that much.
1: Well, you know, I guess you really can't make threats when you can't make the threats, so...
2: Yeah. So I guess
1: it played out as logically as possible. He bluffed, they ignored him, turned on him, and then he ended up winning the fight, and... You know, now he's in charge, so it worked out. And it's not, you know, the writing is a little janky, but it works. It tracks, so I'm not upset with that. Um, Christoph... Our Wookiee friend is uh, a badass in this episode. Oh, yeah, Special K. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty cool. He's an absolute
2: tank in this episode. He's
1: he's got, like, a chunk out of his leg, and he's limping, He gets shot a couple times. A couple times. He gets lit up. He gets an axe in the shoulder. He's not doing good.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he was doing good, and... You know, there's that now kind of memed scene where the um, what do we call these cyborg teenagers now? Where he, the, the guy does the flip. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the, the modder that's the, holding the him spin. under his arm does the triple spin and yeah. the to to shoot. You're like, okay, it's kind of funny. And uh, uh,
1: Mando did a silly spin too, though, so it wasn't just them.
2: Yeah, I just but like think- I
1: said, this this guy. It's how this guy directs things. He's like, you know what? Do a do a cool spin.
2: I'm like, all right. I yeah, I think relax. the actors were done a little dirty on this one. It's hard to tell what's going to look cool. And then, like, <sighs> you do a thing, well, and then you kind of tell you're what's like, not gonna look cool. No, but I don't know, dude. If you ever see like these movies that are so heavily CGI, like any Marvel movie or probably even a lot of Star Wars movies where you just see the on screen, like you just see them with the blue screen to all the wires. They literally like jump a little bit and they're like, yeah, and it looks absolutely lame. But then, of course, they um, make it look cool. All those actors have to feel absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, they have I'm trying to. to think
1: of the video name, but I know if, if there's one, there's like a compilation one. There's one with like the flash. and He's like spinning his arms like <laughs> yeah. an idiot. It's
2: there's weird, a one it, where someone, hard. there's I think Doctor Strange running through Manhattan and he's like <laughs> slowly yeah. hopping over stuff is funny. Yeah, but I guess, I guess. Like that kind of but, stuff um, happens. You never well, know. have you seen
1: the Tom Cruise one where he's like falling out of a plane without somebody and somebody from like Sony or something uploaded the... <laughs> Um, without the special effects of the sound and it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> yes. the funniest thing. It is yes. so good. So yeah, I get your point. Sometimes you can't tell until post and then it's too late.
2: So Yeah, I think it was kind of a combination of things. Not a great idea that probably shouldn't have been put in there. Well, but I mean, to a kid, it looks cool. You sp- know? If, if I and was I, a child, I'd, I'd think that would kind of look cool.
1: Right, but that's the thing. Some of the actions, it's a little inconsistent. Some of the actions and the writing are... You know, they go from very good to decent to like, who wrote this? And same with Mm. the actions, like you have your little spins, and then you have, you know, our red hair modder going like, oh, I'm gonna pretend to be the girl from Rogue One, give a lame speech, (laughs) and then go up on a roof. And I'm like, you know, this girl's probably not a bad actor, I'm not blaming her. It's like, you know, what Lucas did (laughs) to Hayden. You know, just, you, you gotta write something not cheesy.
2: But. Yeah. And like you, I, I think it's interesting how you say it's kind of like in varying quality and different styles across the yeah. board. And that's what I was saying about just all the different characters and stories we got in this show. I, I'd say that's the inconsistencies in this show, and not just necessarily in quality, but in plot and pacing and who the main character is. It's like yeah. all yeah. over the place. Like well, Star Wars know. ADD. It's like, ooh, yeah. look, there's Bob over here, Luke over here, Cad Bane over here. You're like, this is. T- can we like i love all of well, this i love all was of this it, but can was some we some of this
1: filmed during quarantine like the first it, one i
2: mean i'm sure they had some yeah. of that footage from other stuff like i'm sure it was all yeah i'm
1: sure it was messy so I'll, I'll give them a pass for that but that's the thing i don't know enough about tv production because here like so what disney did with the sequels where they had no plot and no um like it wasn't a consistent director vision over three movies that were all tied together was absurd. Now with TV, I think it's normal to have, um, in a series to have different people direct different episodes because otherwise it's too much. But, you know, I don't know if that's technically true because I mean, maybe it depends on the show, but from my experience, I think most shows have different directors for chunks of episodes or specific episodes, so that's probably normal.
2: Yeah, it's, it's normal. You gotta then, get a
1: little closer to the same page. Usually, your where
2: action I, team that's filming the action sequences is different from the one that's filming the dialogue scenes and stuff like but that. But even
1: like, direction, though, you know,
2: it's. Uh, and I mean, look, I get it. It takes a lot of people to make this, but I, I, I just felt like you said the the quality, the dialogue, the. Yeah even the story and the characters that are in it are really um variable and inconsistent and it's not Mm -hmm. no that's not the reason it's bad it's just like one of the things that i wish was a little more it's under control yeah Yeah. i I think so i wish someone had a little bit more of a firm strict hand over the dialogue and maybe over the um structure of the show and and when we weave in side plots and for how long we leave them in uh, I don't know I think I'm missing that piece I feel like the reigns came off a little I think they got a little too much freedom to write some crazy stuff and wizard. yeah like like the mando saying wizard very bizarre and um, also
1: in- inconsistent with this character but okay.
2: Right. I mean, maybe maybe that's
1: what he's like when he's chilling out. He's like a cool, fun guy when he's not angry all the time and sad. Right. <laughs> right. right.
2: But bringing Mando in, I liked very much it's some of my favorite scenes in the show and that's I loved Mando when the, they were like going down in the blaze of glory and Mando and Boba were pulling out all the stop shooting all the guys after the negotiations. Oh, well, before don't skip bad.
1: that scene. I re- I really like that scene where it's just him and Boba. Uh, talking in the ruined um, bar, yeah, and you know he's like he's like you're really gonna hang out. And he's like that's the creed. He's like yeah, but you don't have to. He's like this is the way. I'm like, you know, it's such a dumb back and forth, but I'm like, all right, you guys are kind of cool. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's good. I I mean that really worked, and you're really you know. And you also like, have yeah, to keep no, in mind no face, at this helmets, point, and I like it.
2: At this point, Mando thinks um, Grogu is training yeah, yeah. With, with Luke, you know, so he really, and he was banished by the only other two people in his crew, so you kind of can see him buying into it at that moment also.
1: I don't think he, but I think no matter what, he would have stuck to the code, you know. If he said he's going to do so something, too. he's going to do it. He'll but maybe if
2: he a saw a... Grogu, like, off in the distance, he and he had to choose one or the other, he, he would leave, but. Maybe, I do think for the most part, he would um, stay, you know, and, and do the, the noble thing, you know, dying in the name of honor, I believe the he honorable, says, yeah. which is like, that's kind of hardcore, but okay, I guess that's why there's three Boba of you left. Boba's a
1: hardcore guy, I mean, Mando, <laughs> well, Boba too, but Mando's a hardcore guy. I mean,
2: Boba did crawl out of a star-like pitys and, and like, you know, be brought up by T- Tuscan slavery yeah. to then becoming like a trusted crew member. So yeah, he's pretty hardcore too.
1: Well, speaking of hardcore, then we have our uh, favorite Twi'lek oh, yeah. um, reading his message.
2: <laughs> he tried really <laughs> that, hard in this yeah. scene, you know, he and it was like, a long scene.
1: I like him though. He's, I, I, I do like, like him. him. It's a good like performance. like him talk. He's funny. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I know where th-. see, this is where I'm saying this is a bit of predictable. I was like, Oh, I know where this is going. He's, he's like, I specialize in
2: civic council yeah. negotiations. <laughs> I'm not above groveling if need be. Like it's, right. it's a, like, hey. a funny, like bureaucratic dig. You yeah, know? I think that was you know, he's a funny character. And then the end Things where they great. have this maybe romance was kind oh, of Oh, I'm into it. I should <laughs> kind of interesting. They're both kind of corny people, the mechanic lady and our favorite Twi'lek here, but um, yep. it's an interesting <laughs> what's, pairing what's that I again? hadn't like, considered. nice tentacles. <laughs> Something <laughs> some... like that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, okay, right. I can kind of see it.
1: So we get some jetpack action, um, cool shootout, goes poorly, some spins that don't look stupid. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get the Freeman, the Fremen, no, Fremen is Dune. What are these <laughs> guys called? <laughs> the Fremen is
2: a totally, this, this like the people that live out it's the in the the same deserts.
1: freaking thing though. Like, this these are the people
2: off. of Freetown.
1: Oh, Freetown, the Freemen from Freetown. And now how do you think you spell Fremen? <laughs> it's a pronunciation thing.
2: I think it's F-R-E-M-E-N. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think it's literally Freeman. It's the same. It's just pronounced weird because everybody from Dune is weird. Also, we like Dune. bro. listen to our Dune episode.
2: We do like Dune. We, we did do. both Dune. We watched both movies. S- speaking so. of
1: sand planets. And where... I spelled
2: Fremen correctly, by the way. It is F-R-E-M-E-N. Oh, not... wow. I... We didn't read I mean, books, just guys. one letter short of being free man. So. Right.
1: Well, that's a translation issue. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. The spice Palage. The Spice. The Spice Palage. Yeah. <laughs> So, so uh, yeah, yeah, oh, the robots. Yeah. We get
1: our boy Special K rolling in, throwing Oops. guys into walls. I think yep. so he threw. Somebody gets a Wilhelm scream. Which is
2: yeah, annoying. there is a Wilhelm scream. I noticed it right away. Um, what's you get the other these, one?
1: You, you know sound bites. The what's the other famous one?
2: Well, that's like a classic one. I don't know. There's like that. There's two it's in this episode.
1: One. No, not in this. But it's in Star Wars frequently, though.
2: A Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars has so many sound bites, but that's the one that is in it a lot. Yeah. I didn't know there was like a second one.
1: There's yeah, there's a second. Like it's very similar to a Wilhelm scream. It's got a specific name, and people use it a lot, just not as frequently. Hmm. I don't know the name though.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's neither here nor there. So the uh, the Fremen think they won. We got to see uh, some cool droids roll in. I don't know. We don't know how the Pikes picked them up. Probably on clearance after the cysts fell. And uh, right, right. These we guys get these... are cool. I love the design of these. These are really nice. You do? Yeah. You don't like them?
2: The robot guys? Yeah, the droids. I my issue with the droids is I I'm I'm over the big red glowy orb of doom. You know, like uh, I guess. How I, how it made me them? think of a Zelda boss battle. I said that earlier. It's a classic, but... <laughs> it's a classic move. You know? <laughs> it is classic.
1: You throw your hook shot at that. You're good.
2: I mean, I do love the. Um, what are the name of those droids from Episode One? The Roly ones. Yeah. Right. Those were droidicas, yes, that's it. I yeah, love those. Like and these the are very close. Droids those droids there, yeah. are sick, where they roll and then pop up and then the shields yeah. come on and they shoot. Yeah, those things are cool. So mm-hmm. it gave me serious droidica vibes, like droidicas on roids.
1: Well, and I did a little research, like I said, into these guys. So they have the they, same type of shield as but it's they have two these guys have two types of shields. It's that shield, and then also I think a projectile, <laughs> a physical shield, which is cool. And um, there was something else that. We, oh yeah, speaking of the droidicas, the way these guys fought in the Clone Wars was basically these guys would roll in, and then a bunch of droidicas would like flank them, so the droidicas would ha- like be under their shield in their shield, and they would just right. like decimate. It was like it, it's it's a cool like little Easter egg, not Easter egg, but bit of lore.
2: It is cool. and I mean, they do everything to test these shields. We see the, you know, the dark saber. Yeah. We see a special case hand trying to reach through in there. Um, nothing's working. But you see um, Special K's hand almost goes through. You could tell that there's definitely a way to, to get in there. But yeah. this is the moment where um, we get to see that famous uh, flip and Special K gets shot, at the, yeah. <laughs> which is classic. And then, of course, they're carrying him, but he's like two, three feet taller than them. So he's like and they still also, he walking, also, like, even though he's their combined weight. <laughs> yeah. So he's got his arms over them, but he's still walking kind of on his own. <laughs> it's basically, using them as crutches.
1: Hey, it works. Gets the job done. Does it? I mean, have, you know, it's fine. Spin.
2: Yeah, the six spin. I wouldn't say he's fine. He did. He does have to soak in the back, though. He he did, it's like I owe you a back to soak a yeah. soak in the back to tank.
1: So then we get our uh, rickshaw, and I immediately called. The, uh, the flipping of it and then flying through the air. <laughs> so, like, like I said, it's predictable, but sometimes if you're using some old tropes, it's fun. I don't mind that.
2: Yeah, yeah. you definitely gotta go airborne, you know?
1: Yeah. A little nice. He's like, oh, you, you have the armor. It was cute.
2: I yeah, and Grogu be. ends up in the middle of the battlefield, which adds this extra interesting element to the action sequences with Mando, because now world. he's not just like all... Guns blazing, let's die together. This is the way. Now he's like, "Oh, Grogu's here," and and I think that's kind of what this show, one of the themes of the show, is really trying to do is like get this sense of this power and community and family, and whether it's found or not. And Boba's a good leader because he was able to get people to work together, and he saw the value in people, and he was tolerant, and. And inspired all these different crews to cooperate. And that's what caused them to win in the end. So I'm seeing that kind of where you could parallel that with Mando's relationship with Grogu. He's just like, I was a this is the way culty guy who who will die in a blaze of glory tonight. And to like actually wanting to take off his helmet and do other kinds of crazy things. So it's it's adds a little extra spice and flair. It's kind of woven in there as the theme, but the show's gone in so many directions that it's hard to say necessarily that that is the that is the actual direction right. Like the whole point of the show.
1: Yeah, no, I but that's we've seen that that's like a common theme in
2: it's about a family. Like, st-
1: right. No, but like actually, for real this time. You know, <laughs> the sequels, no, that made no sense. But that theme that they, I guess, maybe tried to get across, and then the directors oh. and writers didn't pay any attention to that, mm-hmm. um, it actually does hit with all of the Star Wars TV shows. Because I mean, bad it hits bad, like the said, most with Mando,
2: Grogu. Those two characters are well, fantastic.
1: All, that's the whole theme of the show. D- yeah. it's this too, yeah.
2: But I mean, Mando, no, Grogu—they steal the show every time, man. They're the yes, best but parts that of theme this. Theme is
1: permeating through yes. Disney TV Star Wars. It is. Yes. Yes. Um, I wonder what what the deal with Obi Wan is going to be. I
2: yeah, I I have no idea where that show's going to go. I mean, There's they showed the a lot of Inquisitor there. stuff and. And, well, you know, he, he let his family down, his brother. Uh,
1: yeah, but he's supposed to be a crazy monk. He's supposed to, like, not talk to anybody but, like, ghost people that nobody else can see. Well, that's so. what
2: the locals think of him. But who knows what life he was really living out there, as I guess we'll find out. But it's to, not to be overshadowed by, um, yeah, the... the
1: the, Can't wait till May for that.
2: I know, but it'll come. Should, like, it'll come quickly.
1: Yeah, but you could just like release the trailer like in May. <laughs> like relax.
2: Well, now they need to make it. sure you keep subscribing every month to Disney to Plus. What? Oh, they did, don't yeah, want you yeah, to unsubscribe never. and then resubscribe. They want it to last.
1: Well, I'm not gonna. There's no Obi Wan now. I watched the trailer on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm right. not subscribing for. Her. Uh, Pre Obi Wan.
2: There's a hunger for this character to come back. <laughs> so Ian McGregor from the trailer. Sounds trimmer. more like Palpatine. <laughs> Ooh. Sometimes your
1: accents are good.
2: Today they're a little off. <laughs> oh, just because you don't like my impersonation of you? No, I thought on. that one was spot on, actually. What other impersonations were there? Those were the only two. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <Such> Ludo! <laughs>
1: Hey, what's the deal with uh, Palpatine? It's going to oh, no, be great, guys. Seinfeld it's going to be great. Across the streams. What's the deal? What's the deal with uh, these blasters? That got a little Clinton. <laughs> I actually have a Jeopardy calendar. Oh, this is funny. I threw it out. Jeopardy? But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a Jeopardy calendar where you rip off the days. And one of the uh, questions from like a couple of days ago was... um, um, uh, I forgot the name. Of the actor, but it said fire her blaster in one in this twenty first century movie, and I was like, okay, only blast blaster has to be Star Wars, so that we got twenty first century. I've never heard of this actress before, so Laura Dune is that somebody?
2: Yeah, is yeah. she in Star Wars? Laura Dune isn't she the one that got? Uh, I'm gonna just make sure what I'm saying is accurate
1: first. No, right, that sounds like the the girl that got canned from Mando. I
2: was gonna say. Yeah, no, 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 she's her. not. She's not. No, she was the one who was like, I think, wasn't she the one who was like, calm down, fly boy, in uh, episode, uh, was that? Return of the Two? Judge. Return of. No, episode. Uh, Revenge eight? of Eight. <laughs>
1: Reven- what is it? She was in episode <laughs> the, the eight. One. She
2: was the one that kamikaze uh, the ship. That wasn't her. Yes, it was. I'm pretty sure.
1: Check it. But anyway, so the question was that. Laura Dune maybe fired her blaster, blah, 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 in this, you know. and So I narrowed it down. I was like, got to be Star Wars. I don't know who this is. If I didn't know who it was, it's not going to be prequels. So it's got to be these. So I – uh it, the answer was – so I think you're right because the answer was – was
2: Vice Admiral Holdo. Yeah, that was her. The pink-haired no lady. no way
1: that, – oh, that's not – no. Oh, I thought you meant the girl who rammed her speeder into – like to save Finn.
2: No, that's, that's Rose. About. No, not Rose. Rose She's the right. one, the, the, What's the older name of lady. The with, Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, the crazy the one. Older the older lady with holes. the pink yeah. hair who was like, I'm Rose. not telling you the plans because you're a hot-headed flyboy. Right. And then it's her plan plot, was um, she didn't have one, basically. And then she kamikazed the ship, which was cool. But, but it's not supposed to work like that. <laughs> it, was, cannons, it was quite a spectacle. But cannon. the whole yeah, the, we don't need Whatever. to get into that. But um,
1: right, so she although she, she didn't fire a blaster, so the Jeopardy. She got didn't
2: really fire. I don't Whatever. think she had a blaster. Uh,
1: who knows? But the answer was the Last Jedi. I didn't know who that was, so I went with um, uh, the Force Awakens. I was wrong. Uh, which sucks. Got a Jeopardy! Star Wars question wrong? That hurts. Because yeah. I keep a tally of my Jeopardy! And I, I'm, I do pretty good. Pretty good.
2: <laughs> that was a tough one to get wrong. Right? You didn't know, Laura I,
1: yeah, I get like some crap on volcanoes, right? On Volcano Week? Geology? Uh, ge- geology? Ge- geology? <laughs> geology. <laughs> what are you
2: talking about? <laughs> ge- geology, geology Week. <laughs> they
1: go by week on the calendar for the most part. And I got a whole bunch of those right, and then the first Star Wars, when I get in, like, ages, I get wrong. <laughs> it hurts.
2: Yeah, that's, But, you know, that's I try rough. to
1: block all memories from The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, I suppose.
2: <laughs> Except the one cool scene. There's some cool scenes in there. But it's like fun. speaking of cool scenes... Um, One of my favorite scenes is when, you know, Mando jumps on the back of the rickshaw, like, mid-chase scene, and he realizes Grogu's there. He's like, what? (laughs) His reaction was great. (laughs) And then Grogu just, like, forced jumps into a hug. It was so cute. And I was like, oh, these guys are the best characters in modern modern Star Wars, hands down. Like, they're just so good. So, that was a cute little scene, which brings us back to what we were talking about, about his... You don't like Dynamic change. I liked Luke. I liked Luke. No, I was joking. But, (laughs) yeah, not without controversy, for me, anyway. It's fair. But, no, Mando, and he's not new. He's he's Luke Skywalker. He's been around for forever. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: you said new Star Wars. I meant, like, shows. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of controversy, you know, Disney, here again, this is good that we're filming this late, Um, Disney... Is creating like a library of deepfakes. Basically, every actor they have now, they do
2: a full body scan. In <laughs> I the- that does not surprise me at all.
1: They've been doing it for like a couple of years now, and it's it's so anybody in you know thirty years, they need to do. Oh crap, we gotta have Captain America or not? Like even little characters. I'm trying to think of the example. I don't remember, but you know, a background character is now fully. 3D mapped and scanned and they could throw them in if they need to.
2: Right, right. Yeah, like if for some reason they just had to have one of these side characters. They, it's an insurance thing for a lot of it. You, you never know which character's going to well, pop off. Well, that's what off. they're saying. They want the Grand Moff Tarkin 40 years later, you know, so it's like, okay, we need to do this. They, but yeah, they, they just want little... to... Outsource, uh, they want to um, take jobs away from actors, you know, another um, automization (laughs) uh, machines taking jobs of human beings. Uh, It's not Uh, far. It's
1: it's wacky. It's wacky.
2: It's wacky. If if I was like an already established actor, I wouldn't agree to it. If I was a struggling actor, and this was my big break, I would 100% agree to it. It's like, if I was discovered waiting tables, and it was like, I want you to be in the next Star Wars movie, but we need to scan your whole body, I'd be like, okay, deal. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But if I
1: was like Robert Downey Jr., and they were like, oh, well, yeah. we need to scan you for Iron Man 4. Not a chance. 10 years. Um, I would say, I would yeah, but you got to do a contract. I want to say, yes, you need to pay me up front. <laughs> and then right. I want my family to get residuals. My
2: estate gets 10 million yeah. per appearance, adjusted for inflation.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I, I think that would be. I mean, I think that's first to do
2: it. I'd be curious to, all, to talk all all to, to an entertainment lawyer who negotiates these contracts for actors. They don't have them yet. That's what but, I'm saying. Like uh, that needs to be a thing. Like there's got to be a whole lot. I'm sure there is. There's got to be a until, whole lot.
1: Eventually, but right now Disney's. I mean, if like they've been doing it for
2: it. years, you don't think a lawyer would be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's po- hit the brakes before we no, get the whole body." No, sharing. no, no,
1: no, no! It's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask to do it. They're going to, they're gonna, they already have a library. They got terabytes, <laughs> man, probably <laughs> thousands of terabytes of information. <laughs> then they're just gonna wait it out, and they're gonna be like, "Well, we have it. We're not gonna delete it. So we'll we'll follow the law once it's a law." But they're not doing anything wrong technically.
2: Right, soon it's going to be like a full CGI movie, <laughs> basically. I
1: just looked it up. It was the I, for, I don't I it, the the uh, what's his name Red's wife in Red's wife okay. in that 70s show.
2: Okay, what
1: about her? She was in Wand Division, and she was like, "Oh yeah, they scanned me." <laughs> and she's like in like one scene or something. I didn't. I haven't finished. One That's funny, right? And she was like, "It was really cool." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> they own you, you now. Ask for
2: Residuals. <laughs> yeah, have fun never being in a movie again and never being that right. character again. But. Yeah, it's uh, that's something. I wonder if they had to record lines and stuff. Maybe they do it for insurance purposes now too, where it's like, that's okay, what they say, like, but it's wh- a what of faces, if, like what if, you know, we're trying to make Endgame and Robert Downey Jr. dies. <laughs> you know, it's like, I
0: don't, yeah.
2: we're talking about billions of dollars here. What if, you know? Thor gets hit by a bus tomorrow. and It's like you have to <laughs> have some Thor's kind of contingency. Like it's imagine if they did deer that deer for deer Heath Ledger is. and we could get all these Joker movies. <laughs> the te- it wouldn't work though. <laughs> if it works, the technology it works was there, so, theoretically it would.
1: It works so specifically for Luke because he always – Oh, when you're not
2: doing anything interesting and you just stand around, then yeah, you could be anybody.
1: But how do you have a
2: computer do the gestures and body language of Heath Ledger's Joker? You know, you can't you can't program that yet. (laughs) <laughs> the
1: technology isn't there yet for any of that, but it does work enough for, like, a stoic. Cameos and... Yeah, well, the cameo. He was the star of that episode, Fake Luke. So. But he was very stoic. He was very meditative. He was very, like, his cadence was very, like, luke Obi-Wan. Quite, it was very old school, and it actually worked. But that's because, mm. you know, they wrote it to work. They, I think, they did a good job with that to the best of their abilities. But you know, yeah, it's not, it's not there yet. But it's getting close. They did it well. But I've been saying all of the shit is just going to be like real movies are just going to be everything's going to be a cartoon basically. Everything. <laughs> it will just go cartoon, full
2: circle till it's on a CGI movie. Yeah.
1: That's what it's going to be. I'm telling you, there's going to be there's going to be no. It's going to be completely animated, and you'll you wouldn't even know the difference. But, you know, you still lifetime, can't Charles. replace
2: those practical effects. And one of the practical effects that I really enjoyed in this episode of the season finale of the Book of Boba was about? the Rancor. Yes. And, um yeah, where the, it shows this, like, the claw and then, like, the camera pans up. This was a great directing shot, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Um, where it shows the Rancor's head and then it like head on like head on and then it keeps panning and then you have Boba like with his feet in the stirrups kind of like straddling it like he did in um, the holiday special (laughs) cartoon (laughs) and uh, yeah it was pretty uh, pretty cool and exciting and then I was like oh this idea of like the old school organic You know, Rancor bond that he has versus the cold machine, uh, which was fun. And it was so cool to see, like, a full, mature Rancor in action, in live action. Not in the pit, yeah. Not something we've ever seen before. Like, we've seen Rancor in Clone Wars and stuff like that doing stuff, but... This is live action. It just hits differently. And the scale of it is much more impressive. And again, to give compliments to the director, like they, they nailed that aspect of it. Like The oh, yeah. scale of these action scenes was really interesting. I, I think it's not an easy task to be the one premiering a rancor in broad daylight, full battle mode in live action. That can be a very tricky thing to do. And I, I thought yeah, they succeeded budget, spectacularly so. uh, in this sequence. I thought this was the best... Action sequence in the whole battle was the Rancor versus the robot. In my opinion, there
1: were yeah, no, it was great. I would agree, and there were also like a dozen King Kong homages, which was cool
2: too. Uh, It made me think of King Kong too.
1: Well, I mean, he literally climbed a spire, and was (laughs) batting things away, and Mando took place of the you know the biplane. You know, it was great, and Uh, Boba
2: took uh, the place of the beauty.
1: So, you know, it's a they did a good job in a lot of parts of this.
2: Yeah, no, but I, I did, thought right. the Rancor was super cool. I'm Killing surprised the two it survived. Awesome. If I'm being honest, like, how hard would it be to just, you know, shoot it in the guts? No, 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 no. no,
1: no. If a Wookiee can take that many hits from a blaster and an axe, a Rancor could take a couple of Yeah, and, and from, if these
2: blasters you know, aren't going through a foot of stone, I guess it's not going through a Rancor right. either.
1: Right. It, it didn't shatter that immediately and kill everybody, so at least yeah. that logically, you know, works.
2: And um, Mando was able to wield the Darksaber to stab the robot. A little bit, yeah. Grogu was able to use the force. You know, it's a lot of exciting... Like, a I think another thing that this episode did really well was the setups and the payoffs. I think all the payoffs of these action scenes were done really well. And I thought they were set up well, like the Darksaber, like Grogu using the force, like the Rancor. It's like all of these things that were in the show are all coming to a head in these action scenes. And of course Grogu takes like a little metal piece, you know, which is cute. So We're
1: uh, talking about the same thing in a different way. Because I, I, I like your way better, really, because I was being a little Because I'm a big, bit
2: of a They They talk talk the the setup the the payoff movies yeah. movies of like, what you show. And then at the end, like, did you actually set it right. up properly? And although it's not necessarily important to the plot or anything, it's like all the things that happened were set up at some level throughout the episode and drew your attention. Or the series. So when we saw the Rancor coming, we're like, oh, yeah, there's the Rancor. And when we saw Grogu hold his hand up, we're like, oh, he's going to do the thing. And, you know, a bunch of stuff like that.
1: Well, that was a setup from... Mandalorian season 1 really but mm-hmm. and it, we're again like I said we were talking about the same thing I called it pre- story beats and plot yeah, yeah. points mm. and action points being predictable a better <laughs> a really a better way to phrase it was and I said that wasn't bad I it was like fun to watch and the reason right. why it was predictable and fun to watch is because they actually set something up and then did it and right. I was like, well, here's where they would do it if they're going to do that. Oh, they did it. That's cool.
2: Yeah, and exactly. The, the you learn to see it, the yeah. beats of like, these right. are the payoffs that like, okay, like they weren't just going to show a rancor in a bunch of episodes and then like right. end the show. So you see it and then you're like, oh, good. It's here. Here he is. And then he just rips a robot in half it and like it an explosion fire. Like, that's fun. Yeah. Charles, um, you're
1: like describing things as somebody that watches film. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm describing things as like an annoying Star Wars nerd. No, it was a little predictable. Oh, there's the voice. Now I get it. Right. <laughs>
2: See, I'm not just making this stuff uh, up. Hey, I
1: told you it was spot on. I could feel it. There was brain somewhere. <laughs>
2: yeah, I and mean, then you of course, you know, it, it it all just I I thought another thing these this whole action sequence did was paid off the, everything that happened in the show, right? It all resolved well, in a, in a in a very like complete no like, sense. Like was it, right? satisfactory way was it this masterful beautiful thing did it subvert our expectations did it surprise us no but did it deliver yes absolutely it subverted
1: my expectations a little i didn't think they would actually i don't want to say not screw it up but like hit all the points that i wanted them they went by the book on this Right. And that was a little surprising to me and that's kinda of why I liked
2: it, you know? Right, right. I really just liked the Rancor. I mean, that thing took a lot of hits and I was fascinated by it and it made me it was like, Where was the of the whole show, man?
1: Like come yeah, on. Why was Jabba keeping it in the, the basement right now? basement.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and why was Boba like keeping it in the basement too? Right. And you know they, they still try and show these mod kids. Uh, say, Can we be done with the mod kids? No, if they just they acted just, like that never happened and never showed them again, I'd be like, fine, works for me.
1: It's not gonna happen.
2: No, for some the thing reason is they
1: just need to write, a, make the lines a little less cheesy, and we're good to go. Also, why are they all like British? Yeah, because they're I mean, very especially proper. the guy that dresses like Doctor Who. You got Doctor Who in there too.
2: Yeah, he's like got a collared shirt buttoned all the way up to his neck. He's got the little right. ascot. He's got the ve- the jacket, quaffed mm-hmm. hair. Interesting.
1: Also, I know a couple of people are screaming. I know it's the Doctor. Like, <laughs> I've watched a lot. I've watched the show.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but for the other everybody else
2: the only other thing i want to say is we near the end is the show surprised me a couple times with the ending like one and how violent it got which it got violent like the anchor like half eats a guy squishes another guy um the mayor gets hanged and you just watch him get hanged which is pretty intense
1: mando did too he like his fight scene he cut a guy in half. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and the that, in like, the previous episode, like yeah. his debut, yeah, that like that surprised no, this, me.
1: It's a violent show. It's it's keeping the rating at what it actually is, and like I, I, again, because I'm slowly watching the Clone Wars again. And that show is nuts. <laughs> this show is <was> crazy what <laughs> yeah happened. I'm like this show should be rated like at least PG. This should not have clone been troopers, for dude, kids. They get put through the They get destroyed in horrible ways. Yeah, I was watching, you know, and I'm like this is not good for kids.
2: Dismembered, so, eaten, you know, burned alive. Right. Dropped into an endless chasm. Them you know chasm. shot a chasm um and the other thing that surprised me was the defeat of uh cad bane cuz he so comes you think in he's going to win he gets Well, i didn't think he was going to win but i didn't think they were going to like kill him basically and i know like the red light was beeping whatever right, it like i'm sure he'll come back or something but i was like dang he like
1: just like Kristoff they spent too much on the makeup. It's too good. He's coming back.
2: <laughs> and he was Nothing. so good when he just squares off with the Rancor and just simply, you know, shoots the fire extinguisher and the Rancor's like, what, yeah. what? And goes away. Like, that experience, that old hat kind of mentality where he just walks right up, yeah. does the right thing to get him to go away with minimal effort and then just squares down the, um, squares down on Boba Fett. And I think it's in these moments we get, like, the, the main thing theme for boba in the show I'm, I'm trying to fast forward through this show here to get the um to get the right dialogue but it's essentially he's like like he's like i've known you for a long time boba here's the th- i've known you for a long time boba one thing i can't figure and uh, there's this dramatic pause and they're staring each other down and he goes what's your angle which and then boba fett goes this is my city these are my people it's like okay bro Sure, and I'll not abandon them. So it's this yeah, it's kind gone. of, it's kind, and he's like, like the Tuscans. So it's this really interesting back and forth where it's kind of like the old Boba facing the new one of like yeah. you, like why are you doing this, man? What's what's your game? And he's like, I'm here to actually help people. Like I want to help people now.
1: It's it's showing the growth of Boba versus Cad Bane. Cad Bane is still. You know, maybe he's not a bounty hunter, but there's always a job. There's always an angle, there's always something to do, and Boba is past that now. Maybe because he has a shorter lifespan, maybe he's just evolved as a person and Mm -hmm. changed, but it's showing the clear difference of two guys in the same profession that have, you know, have very paralleled careers for a long time, They were both, you know, two of the best in the galaxy at their job, and... There's a, you know one is still a cold gray alien and the other is becoming more human. When exactly. he, uh, when originally he was a suit of armor that was just as cold
2: as <laughs> really, Iron. Yeah. Oh my god! Nice. That was pretty good. You, a, go. like you, you, you picked up on some of the metaphors. And I do like that they let Cad Bane win the shootout. not unlike
1: the sequels, these are real metaphors not us putting them in there.
2: <laughs> also the prequels. It's about family.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be great.
2: And I I was just saying how I appreciated that they let Cad Bane win the draw, you know, the duel, the gun duel. Yeah, because he's a better shot. It's fair. He's He's a better shot. He should. That power level balance, I think, is the one thing holding some of these characters in check. So it's good to see that they're kind of consistent with that because it would be so easy to be like, Boba can beat anybody now because he loves people so
1: right <laughs> the power of friendship
2: <laughs> he just but looks no, and no, sees yeah. the mod kids covering in the corner and he's like no this it's is my it. city boom and shoots him but no and no, he does pull great. a fast yeah. one on him though and then he whips out the Tuscan
1: thing he lost the draw because he's not as powerful but he relied on what his family taught him and he mm-hmm. was able to succeed
2: that's right But then it's this combination of, like, Cad Bane coaxing it out of him of, like, oh, I knew you were a killer, right? But he's got the Tuscan thing, so you can still see the conflict going on. But it it, it was just good to see, uh, you know, good to see the meta—again, continuing these visual metaphors. He didn't stab him that deep. He stabbed him pretty darn good, though. Yeah, we
1: don't know where Cad Bane's heart is, though. (laughs) I guess we don't, but— We don't know. I mean, Either way, he's that. That's pretty brutal. He's fine. No, speaking of brutal, the next scene, you know, we <laughs> where's Fennec the whole time? Oh, she's just going straight ninja assassin on everybody. yeah. That was cool. That's that well, might, don't skip over like, the
2: Grogu Rancor connection. <laughs> we talked about that. I mean, the scene where the Rancor like bows down to Grogu, and Grogu, like, the Force comes. Yeah, the and then Force they snuggle
1: Kong. up. We, we kind of, you know, and that's similar and to they, how he put the Rhino to sleep in, like, Mando season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can tell that there's Force something powers. special
2: about it, his connection to the Force, yeah. So Which
1: is interesting, because I believe, and now obviously they can't have a connection, but Obi-Wan show is coming up, and I'm pretty sure he has a specific... Um, affinity or control over animals is one of his specialties or force powers that he's, you know, good with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting that we just saw that and that Obi Wan's going to happen, but there's no, there's, right. there is no connection.
2: But I think, them. yeah, and what we're also starting to see is this, like, Again, I I love going back to this this relationship to the Force beyond the Jedi, right? So it's like Grogu's yeah. not a good Jedi, but he's good at something with the Force. We just haven't quite figured out what or maybe path that going makes off. him a
1: good Jedi. And Jedi I would agree. I would agree.
2: Jedi. I yeah. you know I I think we're hovering around these this area, but yeah, it was um like you said all good stuff in the end. Fennec Shand you know ties up the loose ends.
1: Literally. And by the neck.
2: <laughs> the show ends with, uh, doesn't it end with Mando and Grogu? I love that scene with Mando and Grogu where Grogu just is like knocking on the glass and he's like, no. And he oh, keeps he got knocking the on the glass and he's back. like, no. Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine. Yeah. And the stick shift, again, another payoff there. Um, yeah. So. Cause he, yeah.
1: And then we saw uh, um, that uh, Rebel. Pilot again. We've seen him like two or three times now. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, "We're not going to do the paperwork. Just let him go."
2: <laughs> you want to do the paperwork? That was that was that wasn't trait. in this one. No, that was in the last sure? one. Yeah, that oh, was when oh. he was testing it out.
1: Oh, right, 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 right. When he so was testing this one, out the he new just, shit. He just um, burns rubber and peels. Yeah, out. Yeah, this
2: one he's yeah. just like. No, man, like Grogu's, you know, the, their dynamic is back in full force and they're riding off in the sunset together. The gang's back together. The gang is back together, man, and it's like they play the Mando theme. like bah, 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 bah. And then, well, before we get to the after credits scene, we got to talk about the credits. Did you know that song had lyrics? <laughs>
1: No, but here, I texted you the night we wa- I watched this. <laughs> I knew you had and watched like, it
2: because we never talked about anything. We were just going to watch it. All of a sudden, I got texted me. It was like, Fett, Boba, Boba, Fett. I'm like, okay, the guy, is, he, he's seen the episode. <laughs> he's, he's seen it now. <laughs> hey, and
1: it, you know, it took seven episodes, but this is the first one where I'm like, all right, I dig the theme now. I'm in. <laughs> like, and I it took a while. It <laughs> yeah, it took a while to get it, but I did. I finally got it. And I, you know, I never hated it. I thought it was a fine theme. But I if you've listened to our other boba episodes i've mentioned i oh i don't really remember the theme this time i got it i'm like all right i'm in i like the words make it a little silly make it a little fun i in. So it's like, just like you know it's
2: a tribal thing you're like it's kind of silly but i also like it
1: no it, it's a it's a slam it's a it's a good jam
2: and then post-credit scene we've got uh, the sheriff of freetown Chilling in the back to tank, probably not dead. No, nobody got, dies. And then anymore, you've got the Charles. mod surgeon, who's also making an appearance. You know, sharpening his scalp, heating up his scalpel. <laughs> yeah. No, so. that'd be.
1: I, I mean, I kind of wish he didn't just get shot because you know, Fennec's and Android, and you don't really know.
2: Yeah, like, I was, was kind of hoping for able- a cooler character. I was going to be honest
1: than the sheriff and mods. I like him quite a bit. He's a great What's actor. His name? Cobb Vance. Yeah, yeah, Cobb. Van. Yeah, we Cobb did. Vance. Cod uh, Bob Vance. Cod, uh, <laughs> Bob Vance's refrigeration. Yeah. With the uh, uh, Cad Vance. God God's Soft band. Boba. Um, <laughs> no, he, he no, I like hair. him. I'm glad he's not dead. But
2: I'm glad he's you not know. dead. No, but, but I
1: mean like if you're gonna go full you know, if you're gonna full go full mod, teaser
2: trailer though, teaser yeah, trailer.
1: No, it's a lame teaser. After but they I mean, showed like, Luke saying, like, in the show,
2: but, like Mando, all that stuff they show in the show, yeah. And like, the teaser, we get the sheriff
1: guy, assassin droid parts or something. I'm gonna, I want him to be put like
2: Kenobi in times. the in the tease that would hey, oh, he's no, dead well, he's way dead actually the timeline's yeah. all wrong <laughs> we
1: we've made that mistake a couple of times <laughs> I,
2: I keep just wanting to put them all together show well, someone It's
1: to the, the shows are releasing not chronologically and it's very confusing yeah it's, it's a lot going
2: on but i'm ready for it because we have officially closed the book of boba With season 1, episode 7 The big finale Exciting, you know, lots of fun payoffs here Um, I I thought it was a good show overall I thought this was a good episode overall Very happy with where the Star Wars TV universe is Some really great characters And, uh, I mean This Obi-Wan show I, I have very high expectations and hopes for it Dare I say
1: I like to keep my expectations low. I'd be surprised. Yeah, although it's—I mean, right? yeah—but what if he's like not in as much as we want him to be? Because <laughs> they do go off-world, and we—you know—I'm just saying. What we know right now is that Obi-Wan hangs around in the desert and spies on Luke like a creep, and we see a little bit of that in the, in the trailer.
2: Anything's Does he do anything possible. else?
1: I know anything's possible so i'm hoping that they come up with a good story but i'm just saying i'm gonna think if it's good it's good and we'll see what happens if it's good it's i don't want to get too hype good. in case it's
2: bad and then i'm saying all signs to me point to it being good but it's like you said it's too early to tell we'll go in with open minds but uh, i'm excited at, you know the the way we are in the star wars yeah, okay. content all right before uh, before
1: that spot. before before that. Again, so everybody was freaking out about this Star Wars Eclipse video game trailer. That's like pretty much canned or something. And I oh, was yeah. like, why are people so obsessed with this? This is this shows no gameplay. This is nothing. This is the, this is lame. And everybody's like, oh my god, it's a teaser trailer. Because people
2: are just yeah. hungry for a AAA Star Wars okay, video right. game. Okay, right. So
1: people get all hyped up, and then nothing happens. So like, you gotta like chill. But I heard
2: they're making another. Um, they're making another. Oh shoot, what was that game called? The one that I had played recently with the redheaded guy, Rogue ah. Squadron. No, no, the other ring, one,
1: Tie Fighter.
2: No, the Jedi one. The, the the one on the Fallen SNES. Order. Is that what it's called? I think it's Star called Killer? Fallen Order. No, oh. you um. What's his face? you like, his name. Yeah, it's it's Fallen Order.
1: Whew. Face. Uh, yeah. Face
2: They're face making face. another one of those, and that was a good game. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to that. They had a really good... Uh, that one was very story forward and had some really good performances in it. Cal was his name. Cal Kestis. Hello. And you haven't played this game, but I did. And I recognized nope. some scenes in the Obi-Wan trailer from the game. Just saying. Just saying. They were
1: there. Well, we know we have some uh And game the game is very much dash.
2: about the Inquisitors. Yeah, they took us to um, the... Sh- like the... Like... The salvage yard planet, which yep. is where um, this video game starts. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's all coming together. So there seems like they're putting a lot of eggs into the Fallen Order video game basket, and, and uh, or they're just
1: stealing ideas from it. <laughs> it doesn't it, have to be visually. Canon,
2: it looked great, so uh, it doesn't yeah. surprise me. And there was a lot of Inquisitors in that game too, because it takes place at a similar timeline. Um, actually, I think it takes place right like before New Hope Um, yeah it takes place before New Hope but not that far before Um, so they needed like who's going to wield the red lightsabers and like fight him. You need to, so inquisitors are a convenient solution to that because like there are no, they've been around for,
1: they've been around for like 80 years at this point. Right. Right.
2: But they do a good job of servicing as like the dark side baddies when canonically they're off doing other stuff. Like when it's the emperor (laughs) invader and no one else, you have to write in something. So they did a good job in the video game. Building those characters up, and so I right. think we're seeing some of that make an appearance in in uh, in this because I guess the Obi Wan show and this video game would be taking place like one after the other. Maybe the Obi Wan show would be right before, so we could even be seeing some of the Inquisitors from the video game like in the movie. That'd be interesting. Like, the timeline could play out well. So based on the trailer, this Obi Wan looks like.
1: Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. It looks, if he was looking at Luke through the binocs and he was like eight, that's like 10 years before, you know, 10 to 15 years before episode four. So he goes from looking like handsome, middle-aged Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness in Ten years. Oh yeah,
2: I mean, it makes no sense. But didn't make any sense that Boba Fett popped out of the Sarlacc pit and aged like fifty years, <laughs> or thirty years, to, to be more fair. Right, but, I guess that's fair. like none of that crap makes any sense. But yeah, they could have deep. Dude, the desert younger, sun but... is rough. That Tatooine yeah, sin.
1: and I've who, never seen anybody use sunblock on Tatooine. Tell you that. Me neither.
2: So guys, wear your sunblock. Skincare is very important. This. You got to take care of your skin and yourself.
1: Moisturize. There's not a lot
2: of moisturize. If you want to stay looking young, if you want to be Alec Guinness and not Sir, whatever his name, Alec Guinness. No, if you want to be Ian McGregor and not Alec Guinness, (laughs) put on your sunblock, put on your moisturizer. It's very important.
1: You know, it's not just the hood doesn't cut it
2: doesn't cut it, especially in that dry heat. Yep.
1: That's uh, you know, a public service announcement from your friends at Roger Roger.
2: That's right. So yep. I can't think of a better way to 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 end our book of boba discussions. It was a fun show with a sunscreen PSA. Exactly. I think it's the most ambitious show we've seen since um, Mando season two, the- and you know we may have to how where I rank it. I don't know, but you know, very very good. And it's good to see live action Star Wars back in full force. So. Can't wait for Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Yeah, well, uh, like I said, our schedule's still a little uh, up in the air until we figure out a couple of things production-wise. And uh, yeah, but we'll see you guys soon enough. Don't you worry.
2: Soon enough, everybody. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Roger, roger.
0: Roger, roger.